All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Evan Haynes, your host of the Evan Haynes MMA show. And today I'm very excited to bring with you a special guest coming all the way from Egypt, Ahmed, the Prince Fares, who fights out of one championship. Ahmed. Nice to meet you, Evan, and uh, welcome to everyone. Yeah, so um, let's just uh, jump right in there. What... um, what age did you start uh, your mixed martial training? What was your first um, martial art as well? My, my first martial arts was karate at age of six. And uh, then I go to taekwondo, kung fu, jiu-jitsu. Mixed martial arts started at age of 18. Uh, and the uh, first to compete was in 2010 as age of 19. Okay, and what got you in when you were six years old? Um, it's not myself. Uh, I uh, thought my mother took me to karate school. Uh, it's good for boys to learn some of self-defense and building a good body, things like that. Okay, and when did you, um, what age do you think you started realizing that you were very talented at this and this might be your life's passion? Yes, I think when I was 16, I compete a lot of uh, in Kung Fu, Sanda Wushu, and the boxing. I, I, I wasn't training good, but uh, I have a lot of uh, wins and uh, make uh, myself a, as a country uh, champion in, in US. So I, I realized I can be a good uh, fighter when I grow up. So you, you didn't start your actual mixed martial arts training till you were 18, correct? Yes. And have you always been at Saracen's MMA? Uh, Saracen's MMA is my, uh, my team. I found that I am the founder of Saracen's MMA. Uh, there is no uh, big teams here in Egypt back to 2008. Uh, I started with my, my friends first. I was the coach also. Then step by step, uh, I realized I must make a, a name and a logo for the team. And uh, here has come out the Saracen's MMA at this time. So let me get in the beginning, you were the coach as well as a fighter. What, what was that like? Uh, that was a great experience also. Uh, there is a, not a lot of competition here in, in Egypt. It's only one, one championship this time. I was coaching and uh, fighting in the same event, no problem. And uh, I think all, all fighters in this time, like, 20 or 30 fighter in Egypt, not more than, in all weights, not more than that. So we all uh, were uh, a friend, we all know each other. That was very, very close and very small. Okay, so um, like, you know, all the Egyptian fighters in the MMA, in the MMA community there. Um, is that a big, um, I guess, help to you since you have, I guess, um, like the Egyptian country together, I guess, do y'all think you kind of roll together you know not roll together like jujitsu wise but like back each other up like mentally and watch out for each other in the fight scene do you think that's really helpful for you that you have your country yes, behind you basically? yes that's happened in the start we all uh, was a friend maybe after four or five years even you start to be growing and uh, as you know egypt is a big country a lot of uh, uh, places can be started to training mma Something is of difference happened between uh, all team and organization. A lot of problems uh, in 2014 and 15. 
till now there is a like or five or six championships. Uh, but after uh, being in one championship, I started to back again. Everyone helped me. Everyone wanted me to win. A lot of things is good happening now. Okay, and for those of you who don't know, I'm just going to point this out real fast. This man has never once needed the judges in any of his wins. He's always had finishes, mostly submissions. And I want to ask you, you said you started off with karate and then taekwondo, yes. correct? Um, most of your wins are submissions and you're known as like a grappling genius. How, if you started with karate, taekwondo, how did you get so good on the ground? At the age of 18, I started jiu-jitsu also with my coach, Karam Salah. Uh, he learned me the, the steps to finish the fight, and that's uh, the system I, I work in now. First, I must use my wide range attack, then close range attack, maybe using some takedowns to finish the fight. Also, alhamdulillah, I have a great flexibility uh, and uh, jiu-jitsu submissions. I use it a lot of the matches. Maybe after my, uh, my striking pressure, against any fighter uh, they all do some mistakes and give me the opportunity to finish him with uh, the submissions yeah because you are insanely active off your back and like you said you're insanely flexible and you're willing to just go for submissions and you get submissions all the time in the first round which is insane um, especially coming from a taekwondo and karate background it's not like you started with jiu-jitsu um do you just credit that to your coaches teaching you, or do you think it was just the natural athletic ability that you had to begin with? Both of them. Uh, my coach uh, learning me that, and also I have the ability to do that also. Mm -hmm. And um, again, I'll repeat, he fights in one championship, ladies and gentlemen. We were talking about this and before we started the show. Just uh, walk, us, walk us through your um, path from the Egyptian circuit scene to where you are uh, standing right now? I started the uh, compete in Egypt at 2010. I fought in Egypt like uh, 12 times. I gained the record of 12 wins with zero losses. And uh, starting to get uh, some uh, work outside of Egypt like Desert Force, Brave, uh, also Phoenix, and uh, in Ukraine WFCC, but didn't uh, work in WFCC. And uh, I finished uh, my my step was the biggest step of my career to be in uh, one championship last year. And then also, I want to point out for you guys that don't know this, um, and Ahmed can go into more explanation, explain the one championship hydration rule and how they differ from other organizations with weight. It's a very good uh, system. They give us... Uh, some kilograms above the, the weight category, like featherweight starting with uh, 65.8 to 70.3. This is all the featherweight, but the, the difference is they check our hydration like two or three times, uh, two days before the, the fight. If you pass two, you haven't do the third one. If you do, didn't pass one of them, you must make it again. Hydration test, uh, they take a urine, uh, sample for, for each fighter. And if uh, the urine sample be, between one, uh, it's a number, it's a number. If the hydration test is okay, you can fight no problem, but hydration test is, isn't okay. Even if you get the weight, you cannot fight. Yeah, and for those of you 
uh, I think that's really important because it it makes it so basically people are fighting at what their walk around weight is. They're not cutting drastic amounts of weight, um, which I think is really helpful because I think you can cheat if you're really good at taking off 50 pounds of you somehow. Um, what um, we were we were also talking about this before the show. When did you um, realize that um, MMA was a career that you could follow, make money off this, and this was your true passion? Yes, I think at the age of 16, uh, I realized I, I have a great talent. I have a good uh, uh, ways to finish a lot of fights. I gained a national champion in Egyptian boxing, also grappling. So I know... I can make a good uh, fighter career. And uh, I love it. At, at this age, I started to watch also MMA, Pride, UFC, these things. And uh, I was a big big fan of Joseph Beer and Adolfo Silva, Fedor Emelianenko. So I want to be a fighter like them. Yeah, and uh, I like how you, you you were a boxing champion, you said, in Egypt. Yes. Now we see we see in the media, like lately, it's the boxers wanting to fight mma fighters in boxing would you ever consider doing that where you stand right now if someone offered you like ahmed come box me i'll give you a million dollars would you do that or would yes. you are you solely focused on your mma career no, no, no. yes we will i will fight and fight the boxing ring it's a, it's a good i think i can beat a lot of boxers i am now training with uh, boxers for uh, for mma and I think uh, my boxing is better than many boxers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's crazy. And then, I mean, because they obviously won't come into a cage with any yes. fighter. Yeah, which is crazy, which I think would be interesting if they did. Props to them. Um, now, you said uh, you while you were fighting, you were also coaching. Is there any plans in your future to be a coach once you hang up the gloves? Or um, are you planning on sticking around in the MMA world after it's all said and done? I think uh, I will be coaching sometimes after I, I stopped as a fighter. I think I will be coaching. I have a, a very good students. I want to help them to reach their goals. That will be great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's a great segue. What What are your goals currently? Um... Currently, I want to back from my last loss i i do i can i can i can do that and being a world champion inside one championship that's my goal Mm -hmm. and for those of you that don't know ladies and gentlemen ahmed was so gracious enough he had a fight less than a week ago and he's already on the podcast um and if you want to talk about that last fight and what you saw about that he's also he has no injuries no medical suspensions which is perfect Yes, I, I, it was a, gr- a great fight. I think I can uh, win. My first round was good. My second round was better. But uh, I feel a very painful uh, at, at my lower back in, in the last uh, minute of the second round uh, because of the triangle pressure. He, he did his best. I, I didn't know how he get out from this triangle. My, my, my legs from, from my feet to my hip is in, is, is in pain. I think uh, if I uh, just stand uh, in front of him in the third round, I make some counters, maybe that will be uh, my win, my fight. But uh, judges give him uh, as a split decision. 
I didn't complain, but uh, I think my my plan was that also I was alone. There is no corner man with me this time because of coronavirus things. My corner man wasn't able to go to uh, Singapore with me. So I think alone. I think for that alone, uh, I winning the fight. If someone told me you must do something or take down or, or anything, maybe that will be different, but that's not happening. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because I was going to ask you, I noticed in your last fight, it didn't look like you had anyone in your corner. And I was wondering if there was a, a reason behind that. So was it the COVID protocol that um, your coach couldn't make it? Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, for those of you, you guys can go watch the full fights on YouTube. Um, it was a split decision loss. Um, the second round was nuts. Ahmed had one of the tightest triangles I've ever seen in my life. He, the man was gurgling and he somehow slipped out. And then, yeah, I was wondering, cause the third round came and you looked, you looked like something was wrong with you. Um, yes. The announcers were saying it was your gas tank, but I was like, I don't, I don't think it's his gas tank. I think something happened to him. So that's, that's good to hear. Did you, did you get your lower back checked out? Did they say anything about it? It was in pain the first two days. But uh, it's starting to being better and better. I think in the last week in my camp, I hurt myself with a heavy deadlift rib. That's make I think that's the starting the problem. It's not a big problem. I think I'm just uh, if like I relax some sometime, I will uh, be good. No, not big problem. Yeah. Um. When would you like to see yourself back in uh back in the ring? I want to train very good this time. I want to uh, being a better fighter than before. So I think uh, two or three months will be very good for me and I will back uh, better than ever, inshallah. Okay, and then um, next question is, from the time you've started uh, your training to now, is uh, MMA growing in Egypt? Is there a lot of interest from the younger generation coming up? Yes, of course. Uh, in the first... Uh, MMA competition, was it like three or four fights only? No uh, fans, no no other teams, no nothing, I think. Uh, step by step, there is a lot of championships come, come out and a lot of events uh, every year in Egypt. Uh, many fighters have become to be uh, international and fought outside of Egypt. That's make a lot of uh, uh, knowing for MMA inside Egypt. Now it's difference. There's a lot, a lot of difference from now and and the best, I think. Mm -hmm. And now you say your your mom got you into karate in the beginning, correct? Yes. Um, I was wondering, do you does she watch your fights now, or does she does she wait till they're over? They they not watching my MMA fights until I started to fight outside internationally. They helping me a lot now. Uh, when she knew I have a fight, she make a lot of good food for me oh yeah <laughs> and encouraging me that's that's great my father also watching all my fights all mm -hmm. the family support me very well alhamdulillah mm -hmm. that's that's great to hear um do you um right now i guess you're in one championship you you're on the roster after defeating alan philpot in the warrior series with an amazing rear naked choke which got you on um, do you see yourself sticking around one championship for a while and trying to climb those rankings and getting the title in one championship? Yes, of course. That's my goal now. That's my goal to be being first uh, 
one from Egypt to have the one championship belt. I must win like one or two fights before uh, I being in the top five. And uh, the things will be very hard from this point. Yeah, and then um, this is besides the MMA talk. What do you what do you like to do for fun? Like what what does Ahmed do on a day off? Or are you one of those people that doesn't take days off and just lives, eats, sleeps, breathes? I, I like to train. Also, I'm coach, as I said. I I like gaming very much video games and uh, animation, Japanese animation, many times. And also I like uh, to learn a lot of things like uh, in engineering. I'm, I have a bachelor of mechatronics engineering. I didn't work in engineering now, but uh, time to time I want to uh, learn something about that to not be outside. Maybe after uh, uh, out from MME, maybe I will back to my engineering career, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. What video games do you like to play? All video games, but uh, especially the fighting one, taking Mortal Kombat. Some strategy like Red Alert Generals with my friend, mm-hmm. it will be very good. Yeah, and then um, I guess what Japanese anime do you like to watch? All Japanese animes. Uh, I'm watching One Piece, Naruto, <laughs> Bleach, uh, Parasite. I'm very big otaku now. I feel that. I'm... I think I'm on like episode 200 something in one piece. I finished Naruto like when I was younger because that was like now, I think near 1000 episodes. Yeah, I, I have a ways to go, but I mean, at least it gives me something, you know, I'll watch like a few episodes every day. But yeah, it's it's such a long you got to you got to really sit down and grind if you want to you want to get through those. Um, what was my next question? Mm, sorry about that. No problem. Oh, um, what does a normal um, what does a normal training day look for, like for you? I I started training in the morning by strength and condition. Maybe I have a class with my student after that. Then back to home, eating, sleeping doing a lot of good things, then back again in the night, doing my MMA special training. Maybe it, it's striking, maybe it's grappling, depending on the day, maybe also sparring. Every day like that. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Are you a firm believer in hard sparring during your training camps, or are you one of those people that um, doesn't believe in that? Because since, um, you know, some people don't believe in that because they already know how to like punch and stuff. Hard sparring is very bad if, if it's every day, it's very bad. But uh, but it's, it's cool also and good. You must do hard sparring time to time, but not uh, many times. I think one one time per week or one time per month, especially in the training camp. But outside of camp or or in, in off camp, it's not a good idea to get a punch in the head very, very powerful. That's very bad. Uh, just in the camp and uh, not every day. Hard is boring, not every day, and just in the fight camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I know there's a there's a big debate on that. Um, another question that I wanted to know: Are you a fan or against um, open scoring? Um, people have proposed open scoring. Um, what is open scoring? Please? It would be like after every round, 
they they announced what the judges scorecards are currently so the fighters would know going into each round what where they stand in the fight would no, you no, be... i think it's a, it's a better to the fighter to not knowing anything he must do all his best for the all the time and he know if he win or lose after the fight also uh, any fighter must be knowing that uh, he have uh, like 15 minutes to finish the fight if he didn't finish the fight he can't complain the judges if he if he put the result in the hand of the judges he, he must be silent whatever comes whatever comes he must be silent now you don't you don't have a single decision win because you like finishing the fight is that a big sticking point for you during the fight when you go out there are you trying to finish it every time yes of course i didn't uh, want to save my energy in any point in any chance i i have i will finish the fight immediately and i was last fight thinking about that i can finish the fight anytime but uh, after second round and my lower back pain and my legs i starting to to realize it it will be decision and uh, didn't uh, didn't have any right to complain or anything. If I win, it will be good. If I didn't win, no problem. I did my best. Yeah, and then are you specifically looking for the submission over the knockout, or is it just how however the fight plays out? That's how you play it. I think uh, before the fight, it will be better if uh, I pressure him and uh, finish by TKO or ground and bound. Because uh, he have not good game uh, in on his back, mm-hmm. but uh, he give me the triangle very easily. I hit kick him, but he catch it uh, by a wrong way. I found myself in the triangle, so it's my chance. I must finish it, but uh, he endured that very well, honestly. Yeah, that was that was nuts. That was one of the tightest triangles I've honestly ever seen someone slip out of. Um, yeah, so you said um, you're just waiting, uh, training harder, trying to get uh, as best you can before you you go back for your next fight. Are you looking for a specific like date coming up, or are you just waiting for the cards to just be on the table and then go from there? I will start preparing from now. It's now like one week ago, so I must uh, back to my perform- my best performance and starting campaign again. Start my camp again, and uh, I'm waiting for the call. I think they call me soon. I think that. Now, I wanted to ask you, what is it like? F- uh, you fought with fans in the arena as well as without fans in the arena. Is there a big difference to you, and do you prefer one over the other? Of course, uh, every fighter I think uh, has the same uh, mentality. Uh, the fans is very good for the sport. It's uh, make us all uh, very motivated and hyped. I, I like fans, uh, even if this fans for not for for my opponent, not me. It will be still good for me also. Um, has one talked to the fighters about when they think they'll have fans back in the stands, or do you just not know yet? Of course, they talk with us uh, about that, and uh, I think all of the fighters have the same the same mentality about that. We need fans, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. And you're fighting in one of the most stacked divisions as well in one championship. I mean, there's killers up and down that list. Um, are you excited to get back in there and see where how far you can take it? Of course, I'm very excited to that, of course. As well as representing Egypt. For those of you that don't know, he is the second-ranked Egyptian uh, featherweight 
Um, so I know you said um, Egypt doesn't have the biggest MMA presence, but you're right at the top. Or do you do you want to be um, sort of a crusader or leader in the future of Egyptian MMA? Of course, of course, I, I want that also. I was in the first bound for bound Egypt for a long time, from 2010 to 2020. Just after this loss, I I dropped to the second. Oh. But, uh, I, after I back again to my performance and win, I think I will back again to my my first. My first yeah, you you got to reclaim that spot, and I think I yes. think you will. Um, Ahmed, it was amazing having you on. Um, if you have anything you want to say to everyone before we go, um, the mic's yours. Okay, thank you for everyone, and uh, sorry for my bad English. I will try to be better uh, time by time. Also, uh, please with me for the next fight. I will back better than ever, and uh, maybe uh, the next featherweight one championship champion will be an Egyptian guy named Ahmed Faris. Yes, and I'll post um, all his social media pages for you guys so you can follow him and keep updates on him. But yes, watch out for Ahmed Fares in one championship. Um, he's named to watch out for. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you.